Welcome to the Philo Sophia podcast. Join our hosts Trevor and Alfredo as they plumb the depths of philosophy, religion, science, and history. Learn with us and laugh with us here on Philo Sophia. Welcome to our podcast, Philo Sophia. I'm here with my good friend, host, and partner in crime, Trevor. And uh, yours always, Alfredo. Thank you for listening so far. We, we've been trying to capture good thoughts, good ideas, so it can be relevant and uh, worth your time. Because I think our conversations are worth our time, but that's us, and we know we don't live in a bubble. So thank you for listening. Trevor, good evening, sir. I was just going to let you go. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was just going to let you run with it, man. I was sipping on I my I could have done it for a little while. Here. I, you had a guitar earlier. What is the guitar gone? That was just a tease. It's always a tease. It's right just here. There. It's just they're letting me know I could play this guitar if I wanted, but I won't. I mean, you've got to earn it. <laughs> I was re- I was rehearsing. You got to earn it. I was rehearsing a few old classic songs. Now classic used to be good. I'm gonna date myself, but. Uh, they're, they're solid. I think, you know, Fields of Gold by Sting. Great song. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. You too. Uh, All I Want Is You. Great song. Um, yeah. All classics. Classics now. What, 40 plus years old now. <laughs> oh, it's just yesterday. Jeez. 40 years. I, uh, <laughs> I, the chances of us getting through this episode are slim. My audio, I have a, an adapter connecting my soundboard to my computer and somewhere between the soundboard and the computer something is saying fuck you trevor <laughs> i'm not gonna not tonight, bitch. tonight is not the night because <laughs> like every few minutes it will switch back to my internal laptop microphone oh that's funny so we'll see uh, so there are a few speaking of that there are a few things that really upset me um truly to the core and that is when technology doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Oh, why like is right that? Like right now. Why I know is that. that? Real, it, I, why is that? Because we work so hard, and sometimes we pay a lot of money, uh, for things to work properly, right? They're, they, don't, they're, they don't have consciousness, and they don't work. Look at our new phones, like the iPhones. Yeah, there should they're be no hot. gray area. It should just work or not. There's no mood. There's right. No... You're paying $1,000 for a phone. A beeper again, old school. Oh, not a flip flop. An iPhone, nice titanium. I think the closest bucks. The closest I've ever come to violence is within Microsoft Excel. I think that's the closest I've ever come to physical premeditated murder. Oh, nice! <laughs> is Microsoft Excel. I, Microsoft. So I, get I just, I just see this new printer. I just got it on Prime because the last printer. Uh, again, stop working when I needed it. So this is the thing. They stop working at the moment you need them the most. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it was saying that it wasn't uh, getting the paper. So I, the tray was closed and it kept saying that. And I tried like 30 times, be nice until I couldn't take it anymore. And I just grabbed that tray and shoved it down the throat <laughs> and pieces. <laughs> And now it will never, now it'll never work again. The trials, the trials <laughs> yeah, of the now, modern now it's era. Gone. Our ancestors had to figure out how to whittle wood into something sharp to cut a gazelle's throat. We are here now right? just trying to jam the damn printer to make it work. But no one wants to talk about our printer issues or our Microsoft Excel issues. 
you suggested we cover something light tonight, just something fun, uh, non-controversial. And the, the topic you suggested was war. <laughs> and I'm assuming you mean like in the context of the modern conflicts going on in the world. And so what could go wrong? What could go wrong talking about these types of light issues? What made you want to talk about that? Well, we've been talking about in the last few months how society as a whole seems to be wishing for apocalypse and everything just it's World War Three. Like we're so ready. I, I'm not ready. Our boys in the military are not ready. I mean, they are ready, but they don't want to. Who wants to? People are going to realize um, so quick that <laughs> their wishes were misplaced. What was the term for that? For right. wishing for the apocalypse? I sent it to you the other day. It was like apocalyptic seduction or something. Where is I'm gonna Oh, yeah. It. That's exactly. That yeah, might, that, that, that might have right. been it. <laughs> seduction or syndrome or syndrome. It, and so since things are going down quick over, you know, on the other side of the world or the middle side of the world, uh, the thing is there are other wars. So, so I've been doing, you know, some, some research and some, uh, some reading, some history. And, uh, the interesting thing is that we've always had wars, but they're never, we only hear the ones that get fed down to us right we've always or been at war with eurasia yeah like there are wars all the time like in congo like in uh no one cares about that no one hears about that <laughs> right uh, uh again wars uh, uh in other countries for instance georgia or um and, and no one really talks about that we, we only talk about the ones that they want us to hear about right not to get too like headed for trouble but what uh what were your initial thoughts when all this broke out all the i mean i guess we can not tiptoe around we're talk what we're talking about everyone right now everyone's attention is on the this multi-millennia israeli-palestinian conflict that sort of re-erupted and has the potential to launch us into world war three or maybe not you know people are of different opinions. which is not no it's not it's i really think it's not it's just a reactivation of something that's been going on for millennia and this terrorist group uh it's not uh doesn't have the capability uh people don't understand how how capable and how israel has the best the best military force in the world they have the best secret service in the world and people don't know that they think it's just a little state and these people are advanced they've been at war forever actually they were created out of war basically as soon as they became a state uh they were declared war by egypt and a few other uh, uh arab countries but anyway it's it's very interesting and people and this is what i learned so far that if you take sides with any side you are a participant of this war yeah. So it's better just to listen and be informed. That's my advice. I think the concern that people have, and you know, mo pretty much every world conflict that's happened in the past few years has been like out of the news cycle in a few weeks, and this this could be the same or it could not. But the the people, the people who I think are concerned about World War Three in quotes, aren't concerned about Hamas necessarily. They're concerned about the powers in the world that sort of align themselves 
with Hamas, which I mean, most immediately would be like Iran, but then by extension are just all, I mean, you can look at a map of the countries that recognize Palestine as a state and they're right. exactly the countries that are not aligned with the American, what's the word people like to use in hegemony, the American force in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly those countries that are sort of, I guess, right. would take that side. Although I can't see any of those countries. I guess it just depends what people want. Like the, well, when I say people, the, the, the elites, right. you know. Oh yeah, that that force they quote unquote they who control everything. Of course, you know there's business and war, but Iran Iran is just uh, it's a player, but not a not a big player. Oh, it's a huge so, dude! It's a huge player. It's a nuclear power. It, it's a nuclear power, but it has no backup. So this I know, is the but thing with Iran, you don't though. need you don't need backup. With a, no, listen. No. <laughs> the thing is, Iran right Iran it has to. They, 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 he had, he's developed, they're developing uh, relationships with Saudi Arabia, you see. And Saudi Arabia, I don't know if you knew, but they were about to recognize Israel as a state after so many millennia. And, and, and Saudi Arabia is the most powerful country in, in, in the Middle East, you know? It's, that's, and it's so a few other- like all things Middle East is so complicated because Iran supported the Houthis, Super. which were, terrorists that attack right. Saudi Arabia. So it's just like right. everybody's so it's so convoluted. I try not to wade into it. However, there's this um there's this pressure that by not taking a side you depending depending on, you know, and this was true with COVID, this was true with all of these controversial political topics like by not taking a side you're participating in genocide or oh no anti-semitism depending on what side you don't take right and i agree with you i'm like no 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 but that is kind that's always lately that's always like the undertone that's what they want you to think exactly that's only fitting you you got to take a side so they brainwashing you so that you'll be like yes yes let's 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 go to war because that's bad Dude, like I said, there have been wars. Like Armenia is at war. They've been at war for a while now, you know, with the with their neighbor, uh, as back Azerbaijan. Oh man, I'm messing up. Azerbaijan. So sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they've been they've been going at it for a while. Like, yeah, that we don't. You know, it's it's interesting. I realized I realized how little, myself included, but less so than other people, how little people know about the history of the middle east <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, they don't want they don't want to read they don't want to inform themselves and they want to make get quick conclusions and they get based their conclusions based upon again a 15 second uh, feed from tiktok or 15 seconds feed from uh from instagram yeah no guys it doesn't work that way i've seen I, the two extremes i've seen are like this is biblical and we need to support israel because it's biblical and i'm like well in what sense is it biblical and 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 where in the Bible are sides taken and is it really clear who's who and these, uh, you know what I mean? And then the other kind of extreme is, um, you know, then you, then you kind of have to get into the history of it, it. It's like, it's like depending on where you define history. Like if you define history from 1948 to today, you can make like a case for mm-hmm. taking one side. If you define Correct. history from like, 
600 BC to today, you can support. And it's like, I, I have realized there's really no way to take a side in this and be, and feel like you're the good guy because there are ways to make a case for either side. I feel like the only side you can take is just like, Correct. there's innocent people in that region that you don't want to get killed. It just needs to stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Someone needs to intervene. It just needs to stop both like in Ukraine, Russia and, and this two major wars, you know, all wars, to be honest with you. It's weird though. That, how uh, like, as long as it's it's weird though how people I've always considered to be like sort of pro not pro war but pro like America projecting its influence around the world were anti Ukraine war and I was like oh that's interesting that's cool but now they're pro this war and the argument I think the argument for being pro this war is and I hear this a lot and you know it's compelling I'm not saying I disagree with it but it's this idea that if Hamas laid down their guns, there would be peace, right? If Israel laid down their guns, there would be no Israel. That's, that is the pro Israel response argument that I hear. I mean, it's a simplification. The argument's much more complex, but that, that is kind of the message is that one side wants extermination and that's pointed at Hamas. One side wants peace. And I don't, I've actually kind of at first argued the other side. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. and then I sort of argued that side. And then now I've kind of realized that, man, I mean, not to, not to really get into it, but like Israel has been a state before, you know, there was a state of Israel, mm -hmm. but it was, it was 2,600 years ago. <laughs> you know, it's, it was a long time ago. And then it didn't exist again right. until 1948 when the League of Nations. Correct came in and reestablished it. And then it's becoming more and more contested as Israel expansion gets bigger. And I've listened to Palestinian speakers talk and they talk about how, you know, they were pulled out of their homes and put into a camp. And now there's a Jewish family living in their home, you know, and, and, they, and they can see their home based upon ancient laws. Right. Right. And it's so, sad. and so the, the case but they no make, one, no one protects them. The case they make no is like, them. what would you do? If China pulled you out of your house and put you in a camp, you would do any amount of terrorism. And then the kind of the pro Israel. I don't know about that. The, the pro Israel side is like, well, how come? How come in like every other context, um, you're allowed to win a war? Like you're allowed to displace people. You're allowed to displace the Native Americans. Create reservations. But see for them. all the. Right, all the wars that Israel has had with the Middle, with the Arab uh, countries, whichever Egypt, they won them all. Right, they won them all. Yeah, but 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 yeah. the whole world tells them, well, no, that land, the Palestinians really have claim to that land, and you need yeah, to, know. you know, and, you know and, what I'm saying? And, right, I hear you. I'm not. You, but I'm no, not taking no, a side. No it's just up the. It's complicated. Me neither, and no one is backing up the Palestinians. You know, well, no one's backing them. There up. are. I mean. Here in America, there's a very a lot of people. Very the more liberal no, there, right. they have nowhere to go. Like that they tell the them, thing. you know, when they tell them, uh, leave, the leave yeah. Gaza. Well, where are they going to go? Egypt said, no, we don't want you. Jordan. They're Jordan closed the border. In. Egypt closed the border. Exactly. They've got. So where are they going to go? They really. I it's mean, hard, man. The Palestinian people are just fucked, man. I feel like you've got to have sympathy for them. Like you can't. Yeah. I, and I, the I think the Israeli kind of pro like I I don't mean. 
I'm not using the word Zionist as like an insult, like the, the people who believe that Israel has the right to protect themselves, which I agree with. They, uh, everyone does. I mean, their, their, their mission is to exterminate Hamas and it's like, okay, you know, if, if now it is right. Right. And it probably has been for some time, but in this, it's like, but how do you do that? We don't know. How do you realistically do that? Like, there's no way to do that, that I know of. How do you exterminate? I mean, without leveling Palestine, (laughs) you know, it's like when we said, when we said, yeah, when we said, uh, we're going to exterminate Al Qaeda or Al Qaeda. Right. Right. We never did. And that, and that is my, why my initial response was immediately there, there, there's a guy, there's only one, like, there's one voice I listened to, Gad Sad, who is mm-hmm. a compelling, very compelling arguer for the side of, we just really just need to support Israel on this, you know? And, and he is compelling mm-hmm. and he's interesting. But my instinctive response was, I don't know if I buy this. And the, re- the reason I said that, right. which, which I'm kind of ashamed of, I don't want someone to play that and be like, listen to this anti-Semitic guy who thinks... You know, that just they orchestrated this attack. Doesn't mean yeah. that, no. But yeah, it just right. reminded me so much of the um the uh Naira testimony. Do you have you ever heard of the Naira testimony? No. What's that? <sighs> Dude, it is troubling. You you open that box, man. Now you have to tell it's me. It's troubling, man. It is a troubling piece of historical fact. Like nobody denies it. It's so inconceivable that you would feel like people would deny it and call it a conspiracy theory, but nobody does because it's just, it's, it's a fact. And so I don't know if I should explain the truth first and then play the clip or play the clip and then explain the truth. I think it's more impactful if I explain the truth after, but it's a long clip. It's like four minutes and it's slow and boring, Mm -hmm. but it's important. It's, it's wild. I'm debating giving no context and just playing the clip. What do you think? If, um, maybe we can add context halfway. Okay. So, or no. Yes. So let me, the only context I will give. We might lose, we might lose people. (laughs) I know. That's what I'm worried about. Cause it's going to be boring with, but people listening, like listen to the authenticity of this testimony. This is a testimony at the Congressional Human Rights Committee in 1990. So just prior to the Gulf War, the first Gulf War. This testimony is what the Gulf War was based on. Without this testimony, we would have never gone to war um, in Iraq the first time. So this is it. This is the critical piece of testimony. And here we go. Thank you very much. Our final witness is also using an assumed name, and again, we ask uh, our friends in the media to respect the need to, for her to protect her family. And we finally call on Naira to testify. Mr. Chairman and members of the committee, my name is Naira, and I just came out of Kuwait. They're fixing her microphone. My mother and I were in Kuwait on August 2nd for a peaceful summer holiday. My older sister had a baby on July 29th, and we wanted to spend some time in Kuwait with her. I only pray that none of my 10th grade classmates had a summer vacation like I did. 
I mean, I wish sometimes that I could be an adult. That Can you understand her? I'm trying. Yeah, so she's basically saying, I only wish that none of my classmates had a summer like I did. And she's got real tears and she's young. I can already hear it. She's young. She's yep. incredibly authentic, incredibly authentic. And she's been introduced mm -hmm. under an assumed name. So she's not using her real name. That could go up quickly. What I saw happen to the children of Kuwait and to my country has changed my life forever. It has changed the life of all Kuwaitis, young and old. We are children no more. Scripted. We are children no more. What I saw, right. and people people don't remember from this time, this is it. This was like the clip that was played. This is what was in every newspaper. My sister, with my five-day-old nephew, traveled across the desert to safety. There was no milk available for the baby in Kuwait. They barely escaped when their car was stuck in the desert, desert sand, and help came from Saudi Arabia. I stayed behind and wanted to do something for my country. The second week after an invasion, I volunteered, volunteered at the Aladan Hospital with 12 other women who wanted to help as well. I was the youngest volunteer. The other women were from 20 to 30 years old. While I was there, I saw the Iraqi soldiers come into the hospital with guns. This is it. All right, we're building up. I got to lay the groundwork. She is volunteering. Basically, like think of her as like a volunteer nurse at a hospital. Mm -hmm. So she's at the hospital. The Iraqi soldiers are coming in with guns. I'm not mocking her. If this was real, I would be very solemn. I took the babies out of the incubators. Took the incubators and left the children to die on the cold floor. It was horrifying. I could not help but think of my nephew, who, if born premature, might have died that day as well. After I left the hospital, some of my friends and I distributed flyers condemning the Iraqi invasion until we were warned we might be killed if the Iraqi sauce, the Iraqi sauce. The Iraqis have destroyed everything in Kuwait. They, they stripped the supermarkets of food, the pharmacies of medicine, the factories of medical supplies, supplies ransacked their houses and tortured neighbors and friends. I saw and talked to a friend of mine after his torture and released by the Iraqis. He is 22, but he looked as though he could have been an old man. The Iraqis dunked his head into a swimming pool until he almost drowned. They pulled out his fingernails and applied electric shock to sensitive private parts of his body. He was lucky to survive. If an Iraqi soldier was found dead in a neighborhood, they burned to the ground all the houses in, in the general vicinity and would not let firefighters come until, the, until the only ash and rubble was left. The Iraqis were making fun of President Bush and verbally and physically abusing my family and me on our way out of Kuwait. We only did so because life in Kuwait became unbearable. They have forced us to hide, burn, and destroy everything identifying our country and our government. I want to emphasize that Kuwait is our mother and the Emir our father. Okay, we'll leave it there. Um, I think there might be something about babies on bayonets too. But the point is, it's horrific, right? Jeez. It's horrific. So, yeah, it's ba horrible. so basically, yeah. she's volunteering as a nurse, 
and the Iraqi soldiers with guns come in, they kick over all the incubators, the babies die on the cold floor, and they torture people, electric shock, pull out fingernails, horrific. And maybe maybe all that stuff happened, I don't know, but two years after that testimony, we're already at, we're already at war. So we go to war to mm-hmm. bomb some of these evil damn Iraqis, right? Based on this, I mean, based on other mm-hmm. stuff too, but this was mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. this one popular opinion for the war. Two years later, in 1992, it was revealed that Naria's, Nayira's last name was Al-Sabah and that she was the daughter of mm. Saud Al-Sabah, the Kuwaiti ambassador to the United States. <laughs> so she's not, not a, she's not a poor, what? she's not a poor refugee victim that volunteered at a hospital. No, she's right. political royalty. She's the daughter of the ambassador. Further, it was revealed that her testimony was organized and scripted by the Citizens for a Free Kuwait mm. Public Relations Campaign, which was run by the American public relations firm, the biggest one in the world, Hill and Knowlton, for the Kuwaiti government, which was run by the, uh, sorry, following, the, following this, Al-Sabah's testimony has come to be regarded as a classic example of modern atrocity propaganda. So it was made up. I mean, some people have claimed, like, no, it really happened, but she was just acting it out. Like she was a paid actress pretending to be someone else, but dude, come on. So, yeah. So like when you hear, when you hear like the baby thing with Israel, it's like, gosh, man, I don't want to be one of these weirdos. You know, I don't want to believe every conspiracy that comes up. I don't, you know, if terrible things are going on in the world, I want those people to be held accountable for doing it. You know what I mean? But then you just can't help but think of all of the things that have been used to start wars in history. I mean, oh, that's, that's not the just, only one. The Gulf of Tonkin, there's, there's, it's all, it's just right, it's every right. big war. Just, just add, just add women and children and, uh, oh, dude, they'll yeah. get you. They'll get you. But can you believe that they'll they, get you? They brought like the balls to be like, hey, let's just get that, that one guy's daughter to come in here and pretend and just make mm-hmm. this story up and just read it to Congress and then play it mm-hmm. on the news and put it in every newspaper. And you know, you know, people, man, they're just like, fuck. And it worked. Fuck yeah, let's go and fuck them up, you know? And it worked. And we and, did. And we, we did. did. And we took the oil. Yeah. And that's the thing with wars that I was telling you earlier. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an excuse to steal. Yeah. But Crazy. I mean, I'm not necessarily drawing, you know, a comparison, you know, but it's, it's just, I'm just full disclosure. That's where my mind goes when I, when I, when I hear emotional, compelling reasons to go to war, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. So had you ever heard of that? The using that testimony, this speech, you mean? Yeah. No, dude. No, I, I only knew that we wanted their oil. Yeah. Cause whoever controlled the oil, you know, it would have control for the next, I don't know, 50 years. Yeah, and now that it's running finite, now we're looking into Africa and a few other, you know, lithium mines and boron and other elements that they're no one talks about it, right? Yeah, but our hands are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's um, oh man, that's just like they just it's 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 a way to prime our brains to accept the reality that we it's okay if we help Israel. That's all. So it can be easier for them to make that decision. That's all. The same reason that uh, we've been priming 
we've been primed for uh, almost more than 40 years to hate aliens like all the movies that we see about aliens are it's just for us to trigger hate like i don't know if you noticed but in hollywood that's that's all there is yeah or maybe one or two movie not to hate aliens such as et or or close encounters you know of course steven spielberg say no it, they're really not bad but everyone else is like those motherfuckers are here to kill us right they're not good people predator you know the huge movement and still independence day aliens are bad Ooh, which great is ready independence day <laughs> oh yeah uh, remember that yeah, yeah yeah it's just to hate them the aliens the movie like major directors major uh a uh, movie uh, uh you know house powers basically uh, to just hate hate aliens let's to say they're real i i don't know that's a different topic but what i'm trying to say is that you're using the main media components instagram TikTok, facebook all these things right i don't know so much about x now or twitter uh i'm so but, con uh, i'm so conflicted yeah. man i'm so like i'm just so it's so hard and I, you know what i'm just looking. i don't i don't really need to have an opinion because my opinion doesn't really matter <laughs> you know like what would know whatever i believe like it's the masses i want to collect it's not going to change right. anything right yeah so but here here's an interesting right. point in uh two months ago three months ago iran announced a discovery of the third largest lithium reserve in the world boom so that's kind of that's kind of interesting <laughs> where in iran in iran oh nice yeah we better be that, friends soon that's that's like the main that's the um conservative when i say conservative i don't mean conservative i mean republican like the the old school republican movement right now like lindsey graham and these kind of people is mm -hmm. we need to get ready to f up iran like it, we we need to start oh, bombing no. oil refineries if they continue to support hamas we can't, we can't do that it, it doesn't work that way and I don't think well, it's, it's no way you gotta, you, he doesn't really believe that he, he there's some other agenda. You oh, know I, I mean? see. There's gotta be some other agenda at play. Like, of course, like it's I was about getting something else. Yeah. Right. But you know, it's like, dude, you're old. What? Like why at this point, what's your motivation? Like if it's not genuine, if you don't genuinely believe like that, we need to propaganda. No, he I know, but what's his motivation? What's his motivation? Like why people, does some, you know? Have you thought about people not having I any motivations? Just like, yeah, I do. That's what I'm wondering. NPCs, right? Yeah, but to be an NPC at that level, that's interesting. Like, I don't picture. But it's like a boss. I don't picture it's NPC like a boss. A, a, boss a boss NPC. Yeah, like a boss. <laughs> you know, like you're you're facing a boss. It's, yeah. it's supposed to be like a fucking like a. Yeah, tough encounter, right? Yeah. A boss. Yep, a level got, up. You got to level up, you, right, you know. So his job is just to be a, that evil boss. You got to Doctor Robotnik and Sonic, or <laughs> yeah. or whoever the bad guy in Zelda is. You got to him. Oh yeah, 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 he's yeah, good. Yeah, he's yeah, an NPC, yeah. but he's good. He's tough. He's a good one. Yeah, yeah, it's a boss. And then you figure it out what how they move. I'm thinking about Punch Out in Nintendo. You know, you're fighting, you're fighting, then you get boss level. You I don't know Punch-Out. I don't know Punch-Out. Oh, that's okay. You probably weren't even born. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it's similar. It's similar to what you see right now, like Red Dead Redemption. And you have to face a boss. And, it's always a boss. And then each boss has their own moves, right? And yeah. so you figure out a way to move, and then like, boom, you knock that guy out. And then until you face Mike Tyson, that was, that was you have to beat him. 
at the game. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so I think this guy, it's it's just that. That explains He's it. ready to hit the floor, right? That explains it, man. That's the only thing that's the only thing that makes sense to me because I don't normally picture NPCs as having like raw, unbridled ambition where they want to run the country and and control geopolitics, but yeah, why not? Why couldn't they? It's it's in their programming. You know what I mean? That's crazy. It's That's interesting. Yeah. Speaking of NPCs <laughs> and stuff, unless unless there's more about war you want to talk about, I I had so many um, synchronicities this week, like like things. Oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the day after the last, we had our conversation about like what are you AI? What are you We were talking about AI and art and like and. You, you know, oh, yeah. you were, you were kind of saying, which, which I agree with, but like that art is maybe what makes us uniquely human. And, and I was like, well, maybe, but maybe it's, maybe it's just math, you know, maybe it's just stat- statistics, like with enough, enough, uh, of a data set and, and stuff that AI could make original art. And we're, we were kind of going back and forth about originality and humanness and dude, like the next day I throw on Joe Rogan. And they talk about that for like two hours, the exact same arguments, the exact same, like back and forth. I was like, whoa, like this is just either so pervasive and like popular culture right now, or we're all running similar similar programs. I don't know what was going on, but, um, and it got a little bit of attention. Human consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. Got a little bit of what? I got a little attention in a chat room. I I'm I'm in. They were talking oh. about our episode a little bit, and just this idea of like, you know, maybe we're drawing on, like, I think I don't know if they were pushing back on me or you. I was a little unclear, but the idea was like, hey, my my counter argument is, you know, that maybe humans are drawing on like something which is the collective unconscious. And I was like, well, that, that was, I was like, that's just that cloud though, computing, then, man. That's just, that's just the AI drawing on the yeah, cloud. Yeah, but if that was, if that was the truth, if that, not, well, the thing is, then everyone would be fucking Picasso. Sure. It's impossible. Right, right. Yeah, you can't, that you can't access that. It's only to, to selected players, to selected people. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, it's like yeah. some AIs Sorry. are better than others, right? Not everybody, not every AI is the same. Only few are immortal. We get to that level, you know, elite level. But that's but I guess oh, my very point, few. I guess my point is like maybe certain AIs are better, you know, than others at at drawing <laughs> on this force. I don't know. It, just back to this idea is like, are we just AI? But it's not authentic. It's not. It's not human. You know. You, you then again, you can argue. You kind of argue. argue You're like like me. You argue both sides because you're like, yes, humans are like the greatest AI, but then I'm kind of saying that, and you're like, no, we're original, we're authentic. Like we both like to take both (laughs) sides of the argument, you know. Which is that's our personality. Well, that's how. Yeah, well, we because we don't like to subscribe to one band, right? Like one side, we like to explore both, and and then because you and I know for years now, and our experiments play it so that and they show us that not everything just because you read something and you test something empirical data doesn't mean that it's it's true yeah for instance in your in your in your uh research it it, it was true like you 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 uh supported your hypothesis mine it didn't 
Like yeah. it, it no, I had to support the null hypothesis. Man, not right? to not to go like on a huge research tangent, but I've just been doing <laughs> so much stats lately, and I'm like, dude, it is really interesting how obsessed we are with a 0.05 p value. That's because we have nothing better. It's just not very good. It's just not a very reliable. It's just metric. the best. Well, because I know I don't I think know. people really even understand what it means, really. Because it's like, like oh, ninety-five percent chance that this is true. And so, okay, so say I run, say I run an analysis, right? Complicated analysis, and the p-value is point oh five six. So that that means we completely throw it out. But if it was 0.054, we would we could publish a paper saying that this is this particular variable is this is it this, this is, is it. true and it's like the effect size could be minuscule like you get enough you get a big enough data set anything yeah. significant anything significant so it's like Very we're, true. all we're really doing is is like looking at the ability of researchers to get big sample sizes you know I mean you're not gonna get if something really is not related, you're not going to get a p-value below 0.05. Anything. But I mean, right? Some, you're going to get some crazy number. Something can just be like barely related, like just barely, and you get a big enough mm -hmm. sample, and it's like, oh, this is it. This is the thing. I don't know. It's interesting. But um, how did we get on this topic? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, that's as good as 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 close as we can get to something that it's. Uh, yeah, you got to have something. I agree. Significant. Oh, I mean, yeah, I you got to have measuring stick. I'm sure there are better ways to do things. But right now, for instance, a car is the best way to for transportation. <laughs> Listen, I, I fully subscribe to uh, evidence-based research. It's just um, people who just only have like a surface level understanding. And I'm including researchers. Like I'm including physicians, like people who don't really understand stats. Do like research. They put so, or right. even people who do research, they put so much on this on what Emphasis. is the p value and it's yeah, like well, we got dude. we got we got yeah we got roasted on that a bit like that's that was like key important number right that's yeah. the whole thing four or five years uh of of that for for some of our colleagues even more seven years right yeah just to show p values yeah that's crazy i get it it's just um I wish, you know, like everything, I wish people had a little bit more nuanced of understanding of things. Like, that, I'm sure in a hundred years it's going to be a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. P values of what? <laughs> it's just a it's maybe just, a different metric. I don't know. I mean, okay. Let me let me. Then I want to talk a little uh, si simulation hypothesis with you, but really quick, like, oh man, oh, you're saving the best for last. Re really quick, it's just like okay. Here, here's something that will blow, like not blow people's mind, but let's say you have a lot of data. You have a lot of different variables. Like for example, I did gene expression research. You have 60,000 variables. Oh God. If you, here's the thing. If your cutoff, if your p-value cutoff is 0.05, right? And you do 20 tests, you test 20 different genes you would expect one of them to come back as significant that isn't really associated. Because what, what you're saying with the 0.05 p-value is that there's a 5% chance, basically, that this finding is just due to random sampling Random. Error. Randomness. Mm -hmm. So when you do 20 tests, you're expecting one significant result, <laughs> you know? So mm -hmm. some people, mm -hmm. some people that have complex data sets, 
they'll just they'll just test 500 different hypotheses and they're going to have all kinds of significant stuff mm-hmm. right because it's just random and so now they're make now they just report the one finding right they're just reporting like hey this particular variable out of the hundreds that mm-hmm. i tested they don't talk about those was significantly associated i mean I'm I'm fortunate to be at like a legitimate lab where none of that goes on, but I'm reading some of these papers and I'm like, dude, how did like how does this stuff get through? I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, that's <laughs> that's it. That's it. But if you're someone who's like, I see it a lot with supplements and stuff, dude. It's like this study says it's significantly oh, associated. Yeah. I'm like, oh, get get out. Like read the paper. Like oh, you I, can't read ouch. the abstract out who funded this get out of here how many subjects get out of here and i hey i'm all about supplements it's awesome but i just see uh like nutrition research all this stuff it's like but don't push it in my face like don't tell me that works because it doesn't yeah i don't want to hear you i don't want to talk to you like don't run a study do it and then we'll we'll chat and i think that's our that's our this is follow sophia right where we talk about our things that we cannot measure and then we go like hardcore numbers that you, we can measure. Do you think that's maybe like, that's correlated extreme. with the, with w- like our, our careers? It's like, we want to talk about stuff you can't measure when we're not working, you know? <laughs> like, cause, <laughs> but then again, we have to measure it in, if we want to publish it. No, no, I'm saying when we're working, it's all about metrics and measurement. But when oh. we're not working. Oh, yeah. Like, right, 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 right. Oh, yeah. I hear you. But I, I think our minds work like that. I think so too. I ran an analysis at work this week on my computer. It took eight days to run. And on R or what? No, this was in this software called Con. Um, but it's uh, one days. one terabyte. Uh, continuously? Yeah, one terabyte of data. Just what? every morning I check it, see if it's done, and it's like not done. You know. And it didn't crash. It didn't crash. Well, I've had a lot. It's crashed a lot, which is frustrating. Like you get five days into it, and it's like um, error. Dude. But I th- Ooh, the, there's a way to do it faster, but like half the time you get an error. So I've just decided that it's better to just do it slow, but it's, um, so yeah, no, and all that to say, I'm big on numbers. I'm a fan, you know, but, but it is funny. Like, I don't know. It's funny. It's just weird. This, what were you going to tell me about the simulation though? Oh, is it about numbers? Uh, what was I going to tell you about? Oh, just said I, I've been here speaking of synchronicities. Like everybody's talking uh-huh. about simulation right now. Everybody. Um, really? Yeah. I, and I heard someone like getting they're into it. The, they're just waking up. Yeah. And someone mentioned the double slit experiment on a podcast. And then I also heard it on Rogan and they explained it wrong. And I'm like, dude, it's it. I'm convinced, man. I'm convinced. And I, I, I'm not saying it means anything about religion or God. Like that could all still be true. You know, the only thing mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. I mm. am absolutely convinced that matter does not exist without an observer. And I don't know what that means about our existence, but it means something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Amazing. It means something. Man. Yeah. And you just, you, I, I don't think we even know the implications of that, you know? Yeah, no, how could we? But I, I was listening to a guy talk about the Mandela effect. Um, oh and, yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's funny. That's the funniest shit. I don't really know what to make of that, but you know, nah. If it seems a little silly, but if we are in this, like, I, for, simulated- I forget things all the time. Like, yeah, I remember <laughs> that being that way. I'm like, oh, I guess it wasn't. But damn, Berenstein Bears gets me because <laughs> those are like my favorite books. <laughs> those were my favorite books as a kid, man. And I know for a fact really? they were Berenstein Bears, but oh. hey, could be, oh, I man. guess I'm wrong. 
So simulation, we're in a game. You know why? Because everyone, like all, like this new generation, uh, they're all into gaming. I don't know if we're in a game. Like Gen Z. I don't. I don't know. And they see everything as a game. They realize yeah. now that it's like it's a it's a it's a simulation. Like it's like hey, you it's don't you, I don't have to necessarily go all in. I don't. I don't necessarily need to believe right. that there's game over continue. I don't need to believe that there's a score necessarily. That's comforting. That is definitely comforting to think like, hey, this is some sort of test. It's it's digital, and then afterwards something else happens. But it might not be that rosy, man. It could be something much more hard to uh, come to peace with, you know. But yeah, I think we're I think we're missing a component. Like it it used to be analog, right? Like technology analog, right. and then we went to digital, and we're on the brink of something else. Yeah, the word people like to use is quantum, although I don't think anyone knows what that word really means. Quantum is too complicated, yeah. and it can mean different things to different people. Right. right. You see, quantum's like, oh, no, get out of here. I was this, like, no, it's not that. And then they associate it to a show, Quantum Leap, back in the 80s, Ooh, 90s. Yeah. No. It's back out. There's, a, yeah. there's a remake. <laughs> yeah. So when when people use quantum, they 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 immediately put you into this category in this bracket. But I, I think we're into in the middle of transcendence and this yeah. AI is bringing all these things and all these tools and it's really growing exponentially. It's crazy. It's like so, the internet man. back in 96. I think so. Like, like all, AOL. Sorry. Yeah, all yeah. the way down the computer analogies work. Like when we start talking about DNA, it being a programming language and an amazing amazing information store like one cell contains so much data it's absurd you know i'm curious actually how much data one cell stores but, but it's it's and then the ai being able to synthesize all that data and that's what ai is it's just able to synthesize and analyze and and output immediately that's crazy yeah you can tell i'm distracted i'm googling <laughs> okay no, let's see <laughs> So a cell, uh, 1.5 gigabytes times 40 trillion cells. That's how much data we store in DNA in our body. Um, so that's wow. a lot. That's a lot of data. Uh, I don't even know what that'd be measured in. <laughs> What's above? I, I don't know. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, AI is something, I don't know, man. I'm, I, I waver as far as my, how impressed I am with AI, but it's something. Mm. It's not nothing. I, I think it's silly to just completely dismiss it. Like that is just a silly gimmick. Um, only because it's useful. Like if it wasn't useful, I would probably dismiss it more, but it is incredibly useful. Um, yeah. The, the, so the computer analogy all the way down, like from starting at DNA to evolution to, and, and then when you get into like into physics and quantum physics and delayed choice and double slit experiment it is just i don't know man it's you can't argue that matter mm -hmm. behaves like a wave when it's not being observed you can't that's just that's a fact that's proven empirically like so some people just ignore that information or or say like well it's just complicated you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or the popular thing to say like in like a college classroom would be, well, it has properties of both a wave and a particle. And it's like, okay, that's meaningless. <laughs> like what you just said is meaningless. Like you're telling me something doesn't exist yeah. 
in in any sort of dimension that we can interact with when we're not looking at it. But when we look at it, it does. It's matter. Like, okay. Come on, man. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out that, of here. That is, yeah. Like I said, it, I don't know if people understand what that, it, it's crazy. There's like, this, like, um, that implies. there's these new, like, I don't know. This is, this could be total like rabbit hole conspiracy, but there's these like new Show computers. People. I think it's D wave and people freak out because it kind of looks, the symbol kind of looks like demon. You should look into it. Tell me if it's BS, but it's some sort of quantum computer that like, like they had to design the mechanics in such a way that there's no human conscious involvement in it. Uh, our former guest, mm. Kurt had told me about it at one point and then I heard about it again recently, oh. but, uh, mm. apparently, um, I don't know. Apparently they are delving into this weird kind of quantum stuff. <laughs> see, you see how quickly then again, quant. Yeah, quantum again. How right? quickly it's like, it's, yeah, it's I don't crazy. know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> all I know, all I know, is that all you, I know you is that you can't our, explain away uh, the double slit experiment. That's it. That is to me, that is the fundamental problem with any idea other than the simulation hypothesis. It's impossible to explain. Has there any? Has there been a test similar to that one? They've done it and redone it a million different ways. There's like Wheeler's choice experiment, double set experiment, delayed okay. choice experiment. They they do they it with, show the same thing. Oh yeah, and they do it with bigger and bigger molecules, and and they've gotten to the point where like they're crossing the border where they're almost like going to become visible to the naked eye, and then you can't do like the reality. Yeah, then you can't do the experiment wow. anymore because then they're always consciously observed. You know, once you can see them. Like, like that's. I want to observe a million dollars and see if it comes true. <laughs> but I don't think like, that's what it means. Like, I don't. That's not. That's not how I interpret it. I don't interpret. Oh it like man, that we have control oh, over. Man. It's the computer, man. What's it's matter? Like, what's that? I'll tell you. Okay, but it's matter though. You're playing Red Dead Redemption, right? Right. You're looking at a landscape. There's a city behind you. Okay. Yeah. You're not looking at the city. The city does not exist in a way you can interact with until, until you turn around and look at it. That doesn't mean you can make a million dollars appear. It just means that the universe you live in only exists when you're interacting with it. If no one's around, it's not there. It's the, it's the old, like if the tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, it doesn't make a noise. And like, of course, most rational people say, yes, of course it makes a noise, but if you're not there, it doesn't really make a noise because the noise only exists in your brain. Um, there was a self, there was a self uh, help uh, guru back in early to mid two thousands, and he was talking about this experiment and talking about uh, basically how everything is either a particle or a wave, right? Basically, what we're saying. Yeah. But he would say that you have to imagine, you know, the it, the money part of it, uh, something become physical, right? And and and, and it exists; it's out there. But and the, he would say that you have to imagine it and then see it, and it becomes a particle. Oh, it man. becomes a particle. It's like the law of attraction kind That's of. That's like a total yeah. like misunderstanding dude, of what the experiment is. It's just saying, dude. Like, yeah, he used to sell like ten thousand <laughs> tickets and have like 
places like in Sedona for cleansing your mind. It's always Sedona. And he would sell packages. Yeah, he would sell packages like for forty grand, and people like this high connected people and uh, you know CEOs that would go to these conferences and they're like, oh man, that guy changed my life. If you want to get and ripped off, like that. it's going to happen in Sedona at a weekend course. That's for sure. Guess what? <laughs> what? Guess what happened though? What? He he was uh, dwelling into the world of mysticism and cleansing the way that Native Americans would do. So he would right. bring rocks into tents, and uh, of course he'll have him sign waiver. Well, he had a bunch of people in in one of those tents in one conferences, and like three people died. Ooh, from what? Oh yeah, and he ran away. And like, <laughs> oh, these people, like this person's like, it's passing out. It's cold. It's like I'm out of here. He left, let them, like young people, like 30, you know, 40, successful, you know, he just wanted an answer in life. Anyway, they died, like kidney failure. Oh, because they got like dehydrated in the sweat lodge or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he got, uh, the this guru guy got um, uh, guilty, actually. Uh, yeah, mm. went to court, guilty, and served, man. Prison. Wow. Like he went from like... Yeah, he needed to manifest. To zero, he needed to manifest some Gatorade. Into the <laughs> yeah, that's rough. so much for quantum particles, <laughs> quantum physics. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know what to make of what I'm saying. Saying, I'm not saying that. So I just want to be really clear. I'm not saying. That. Oh, we know. I know that. I know that. I'm saying this is the yeah. extreme. Like well, people will take it to the extreme. Yes. Yeah. Like anything else. It's, people just We're not saying that. Barely wrap their head around what you're saying. Like oh, so we can control? No, like. Um, right. No, absolutely not. I'm just saying. That's what a simple mind would think. That's what yeah. I would think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right? just. Like, oh, reality doesn't exist. So I can like whatever. If I observe money, it'll appear. You know. No. I don't. I don't think the simulation hypothesis gives you any more agency than any other hypothesis. I'm just saying. So the simulation in itself, it's limiting, right? Yeah, I'm just saying it doesn't exist without con- without us observing it. You know, ju- ju- just the way that a video game doesn't exist in this reality unless you're playing it. It's just code somewhere until you interact with it consciously. And so I don't know what that means. I have no idea. So what it's that not means. a game until you start playing it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a, 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 the, the game doesn't exist until I turn on the PS5 and it renders the image. Yeah. I'm playing it. Now it exists. And that doesn't that doesn't change anything. Like that's what's weird about it, is it, it doesn't. really doesn't change anything other than if you're like if you view the world in like a purely naturalist perspective, like everything has a natural explanation, then heaven probably can't exist. And you know, we probably weren't created. It was probably random, right? The simulation hypothesis at least gets you out of that. It at least says that, okay, we could have been created and there could potentially be an afterlife. There could be other versions of us. There could have been versions before us, after us, et cetera. It's something. What I like about it is it is empirical. I like it. You can't argue. I mean, you really just can't. I don't personally think you can argue with the main finding of these experiments, which is that matter. I'm sure the P-values. The p-value is significant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good p-value. <laughs> um, it's, it's just the idea that your kitchen doesn't exist until you walk into it, you know? Uh, 
That is crazy. It's stored. Well, like your somewhere. kids don't exist. Or, well, they, or they're, con- they're conscious. Exist. They're conscious. They're conscious observers. So they do. Right. And everything around them does. And their sphere of conscious observation. That's but I mean, rendered. But I mean, they, they do exist right now. Yeah. Even though I don't see them. Of course, because they're, they're conscious. conscious. Beings. Yeah. Oh, but this is for inanimate objects. It's like for matter. For something it's else. for non-conscious matter. So it also gives something special to consciousness. Non-conscious matter. Because everything is matter, right? Flesh is matter. But this is only for non-conscious. It's kind of this idea, does matter create consciousness or does consciousness create matter? And yeah. the scientific yes. naturalist explanation is that matter creates consciousness. But this other idea is that maybe not. Maybe consciousness creates matter. What do you matter. think? Damn, I don't fucking know, man. Nobody does. But <laughs> but I will say I'm all in. I'm fully bought in on these these <laughs> classical physics experiments from the 70s, which is when right. the double slit exer- experiment started. And uh, I don't know what that means about, you know, because it's interesting when you when they look at animals, like brain doesn't necessarily equal intelligence. It's weird. There's like... There's animals with very small brains that are incredibly intelligent. And there's animals like uh, there's us with huge brains that are incredibly intelligent. And then there's animals without a brain at all, which are fairly intelligent. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Mm -hmm. maybe the brain isn't just intelligence. Maybe it has something to do with consciousness too. And this is when people get into this idea of like, it's an antenna. I don't know, man. This is this is Roger Penrose's idea, which I don't understand at all. We have a potential guest who keeps seeming interested, but I think it might be a little bit nervous about anonymity. Um, who mm. likes to talk about Roger Penrose a little bit and this idea? Who's Roger Penrose? He's one of the most famous, um, I guess, physicists. He's a uh, he's some kind of uh, something, I guess. Physicist. I don't. I, don't, I should Google. just let's Google him. <laughs> he's published a million papers. He's famous. Oh, he's British, yeah. Sir Roger. Sir, he's yeah. It's a mathematician. I just asked ChatGPT. Thank you, mathematician. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Penrose Ro- so Tilling. Okay. He he has published some papers on microtubules and neurons being in black holes yes being able to entangle quantumly with things and and that's when you just get like what what does that mean but that's so fucking crazy basically in addition to synapses in your brain um there's you have Mm -hmm. your neurons have this ability to harmonize resonate with some external force you know and so if you get into like that 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 i'm i'm game yeah, it's a, so you start putting all this stuff together, right? This like holographic universe idea where the data yeah. the data is stored in black holes, <laughs> right? And there's too much there's too much data to <laughs> there's no there's no computational resource that could process all the data simultaneously, so you just render what is in your sphere of observation. And mm. and that force that kind of like the video game player outside the video game putting himself into the avatar your brain is that link. Your brain's that antenna between this outside force and this reality. Boom. I sound like I'm smoking weed, <laughs> but that's it. Man. No, it's true. I mean, the human, the human brain can do a billion, billion calculations per second. It's not bad. Yeah. It'll render something. 
yeah, a billion it, billion per second. There's aspects of yeah. the idea which just really are pretty straightforward. Like it's not that like woo woo weird, you know? Right. But then it can we go. have supercomputers rendering realities that we observe and what we observe happens and we if we don't observe it doesn't exist. Yeah. What does right? that mean? To me it That's means we're probably created or at least modified. And that I hope we are. The, I hope we don't come from animals. I agree. And I don't, I don't, the thing that, the thing about like Christianity and stuff, it's but like, then I see a Neanderthal, I see a Neanderthal skull though. And I see other things like, Oh, what the fuck is that? Yeah. You're supposed to be created. Like where, where can I make the connection? But okay. But I, I, it's not, I don't care. I care less about whether or not we were designed. I care more about whether the, this thing we're in was designed. Cause, cause to me, it, has, it had to be to me, to me, I think there's like a more compelling case for the universe being designed than us. Do you think the garden of Eden was designed? I, I think all of the naturalist explanations could in this model be true. I think evolution yeah. could be true. I think we could be from animals, yeah. but if, but yeah. I don't think there's, I don't think that this thing we're in could have just, could just be random. That's silly. Like, no, that really doesn't even make any sense. You know, you know, it's a funny thing. He created the a Bible tells you, and I'm just thinking about as, as I'm, as I'm flying, as I'm talking right now, Yeah. uh, the Bible uh, says that we, the software was created before we were put in, right? The heavens Ooh. and earth and the firmament and everything. So the software was being created like exactly what he just said. And then the waters and the birds and the trees, software, 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 Garden of Eden, beautiful. It's a program. And now that the software is created, programming is like, this is nice. Let's have a main character. Yeah. Humans were created. And it doesn't even have to be Isn't like that, that. It doesn't even have to be like that interventionist, right? Like it could just be, you know, let's, let's use the word God. You know what? What other word? Right. What other word can you use for the force that designed the universe? Right? I get. I get. It's triggering to some architect. People. Yeah, the architect. It's he's running a program. Like you don't. Like, it's it's programmer. Weird. Yeah, it's weird to me when people are like, pray that I get a good grade on this test, and I'm like, man, I just can't believe that whatever this force is is that, like, that engaged in every single like transaction that occurs do you believe in cheat codes uh sure. I, remember those cheat codes i guess yeah why not if it's and a, like nintendo or nr4 or whatever cheat codes you would put in people would buy software just to put in cheat i'm codes thinking of rosebud and sims better things you never played sims <laughs> did you ever play sims no i did and i did and i did and i played uh other games like uh, Street Street Fighter Ro and older, but you know, cheat codes were like it because you're like, oh shit, I can do that. Well, I think prayer is like a cheat code. Sim Sims is cool because like um, the people will do their thing without you. Like they can, they'll be semi autopilot, but then you can sort of also control them. So it's kind of this okay. it's kind of this weird like NPC player character mix, and it kind of reminds me of like it was super humanity. popular. And the fact that it's yeah, called yeah, Sims, yeah. It was, it was super like popular. simulation, is kind of interesting. But there's this uh, cheat. There's this cheat no. called Rosebud that gave you money, <laughs> so you could build a better house. <laughs> <laughs> the one person listening who's played. That's Sims. how I feel about prayer. Like when you pray, you're accessing that cheat code. Oh yeah, because see, so you get, instead yeah. of getting money, you get a good grade. Yeah, 
I don't know. What I don't it, know. I don't know what it means to say that maybe humans are just a complex artificial intelligence. I mean, all that really means is that we were created. Like that's a religious right. instinct, man. Like that's not that's that's not a scientific explanation. That's a religious instinct. And what's wrong to say that we're created, you know? What's no, wrong to say yeah. that? I mean, okay. I, I've got a lot of baggage, obviously. People can probably tell, like, a lifetime of atheism. But but <laughs> it's... Uh, because of your alpha values, right? right? And your p-values, yeah. right? Like, no, we can measure time. We can measure... There's some studies. I hear you. So, again, is your... It's it's the balance between, us, you know, our scientific brain and, and uh, our spiritual brain. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's so, think. so interesting. It's so much more interesting to believe that idea is true. So even if it's not, I think it's fun to play with, but last idea, and then it's getting late. I'll let you go. But, um, it is. I've been digging it. I've been digging into this like history of science a little bit. History of what? History of science, like the history of science. Oh, okay. And oh man, all the old school science, I mean, science, it was a religious movement. Yes, therefore the name doctorates in doc, no docere, which is to teach. It you know universities at 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 the religion level, right? A yeah. religious level, I should say. Yeah, universities and all that docere. So if you wanted to be a doctor, you have to be indoctrinated in the church. And Isn't that's that something. That's amazing. That's it's amazing. And like all of the theories that are used to like bash religion were all they were all came up by religious people. Evolution, Charles Darwin, religious. Darwin yeah. was religious. The, the the guy who gets fish stickers put on the back of cars instead of Jesus, you know, right. it says Darwin with legs. Yeah, the yeah. fish has legs. Like that guy was religious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Newton. Newton was religious. The guy who came up with the Big Bang. That he got the he was discredited later by atheist scientists. Like when the atheist scientist movement started, like no, that can't be true. You just want to prove that the universe was created. Like you just want to prove the universe was created. That's why you came up with the Big Bang. And now Big Bang's just like accepted scientific fact used to argue against religion. It's wild, man. It's wild how perspectives change. But backfired. But uh, yeah. this is a didn't Einstein, didn't Einstein said it, it, it requires more yeah. faith uh, to be an atheist and or something like that. Well, I don't know if that was, to be living. He said a lot about God. Einstein did, <laughs> and there was the there was the other guy. Was it was it Sagan who said this? Somebody, maybe maybe you could look this oh. up. But this idea that like scientists will tell you that everything has a rational explanation if you just permit them one miracle, like give me one miracle, and I can explain everything. You know, which is like the creation of the universe is a miracle. The Big Bang theory that's a miracle. You know, and, uh, this is a, this is a Peterson thing, but he was saying like everybody, the problem with society, like the issue is that you need to have something at the top of your value hierarchy. And for religious mm -hmm. people, that's easy. It's God, you know? Mm -hmm. And he was saying, but for rational atheists, he was, it's truth. And he was like, I, he argues mm -hmm. that, you know, that's a religious instinct, Right. And I think that is true. I think that's where science came from was this idea that God is truth, right? And so there's just certain people who are curious. And so 
if God slash truth is the top of your value hierarchy, then seeking the truth is a religious instinct. You know, like doing science, doing experiments, trying to find the answers. That's a religious impulse. And I think it's kind of sad that we've lost that. Like we've totally lost that like curious spirit. Now it's so much more, it's less about empiricism. It's all about rationalism. Like what's the most rational thing I can say? Like, will I get in trouble? Will I get in trouble if I say something that sounds too, like me tonight? Goodness gracious. I'd be mortified if half the things I said tonight got like played at a convention <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> but uh, no, dude, that's you, get awesome. what, you get what I'm saying, man. All right. I'm done. I'm done yeah. with my TED talk. What do you want to talk about before we get out of here? No, it's 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 good. No, it's good. Uh, what did you find out about relig- uh, science, though? About the history of science? Oh no, just just that was just this idea. I wasn't making like a specific point about anything. Just just this idea oh, that I see. Uh, that, that all of the like fathers of science were religious. Got it. And it's just so strange to me that those two camps are so like diametrically opposed to each other: science and religion. We're trying to bring them back, right? I hope. I mean, who? Who's science? We, you and I. We, the science community. <laughs> no, the science community. I, I see a movement like it's a, the true scientists are not being so opposed to that uh, about the the thought of God. I think it depends on the science and in like the biomedical sciences. Yeah, they're very forget it opposed to reli- to religion of any kind. But biomedical and like physics, very open-minded. Right, and you start, you start looking through a telescope. How can you not be, you know, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, social sciences, very atheist, medical science, oh, yeah. very, atheist, very like, just like mean, rational atheist, uh, very quick nice. to like ridicule a non-rational idea. But do you, but you don't see that you see, you've seen, you've heard something different. That's just my per- that's just my like perspective. Well, yeah, that's, and, and not all science, and quite a few sciences that uh, they're seeking the truth, and the truth will speak to, by itself, right? I mean, the, the 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 apple will fall by its own weight, right? It, it it will happen eventually. They'll just realize that they're fucking idiots, and uh, oh. they've been wrong all this time. Really? Yeah, maybe that's why it's we so hard. Op- we need to open up a little bit. We need to yeah. open up a little bit. Come on, come on, man. Something's weird. I don't. You can't. You can't say this is just all like <laughs> you to, can't explain the universe on p values. Get the fuck out of here. To say it's all random is almost weirder. That's what I mean. Like that's what does that mean? But it's not. But it's not random. No, that's what we're saying. But Wait, like to say it is. Oh, just to, the scientific. Oh, to say that it is. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, and then we have the example. Remember the 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 the, the watch or the iPhone being created by itself? Yeah. Well, just the, by chance. Dawkins has a book about that called "The Blind Watchmaker." I think it's just I don't know, man. I he he's the one who like would argue that an iPhone could just you know hit the Earth with enough photons and an iPhone will emerge. You know, I don't know. Uh-huh. Through time. It's like, hey, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But who wrote the program that this is all running on? You know what I mean? Where does that come from? Like, yeah, okay, I'll give right, you that. Right, right, right. We you still know, need photons. Yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. You still need photons. Yeah. That'd be a good shirt or something, but you still need photons, bitch. Right. <laughs> explain photons. Right? We still to need me. medium. Explain yeah, photons. Explain to photons. Me. You son of a yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be dumbass. Are we good? Are we done? <laughs> What's new? What else is going on in your life? By this time, there's no one listening, so we can just chat. What have you heard in the chat that you said that we're talking about it? Last? What the fuck did we talk about last time? We talked about AI, man. Like always, our favorite topic and oh, art. Yeah. AI and art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, and art. Yeah, yeah. I, had a, I just Maybe we're just talking about it. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot of conversation. It was just this idea of like, <laughs> you know, I I, don't, I didn't couldn't really understand the way I interpreted it was like maybe human originality is not original. And it, we're drawing from some source, which is the collective unconsciousness in quotes, which, um, you know, I don't, I don't think it like makes humans less human to compare AI to humans. It's like, just like the beginning where we we're talking about war. Like I like to put myself in both sides of every argument to try to feel it out, you know, but I think you can only do that if truth is the top of your hierarchy. Like if you're coming into something with all these preconceived notions, um, I don't know, man, I don't know, but yeah, people, somebody's listening. People are talking about the show. I was thinking about maybe trying to go on a few other podcasts, try to drum up interest, but I am getting a little nervous about my job. Like Mm. it's getting kind of serious and I would hate to like, okay get busted for talking about the Anunnaki or something, (laughs) but, but I don't think it's a big deal, Mm. man. I don't know, but maybe I'll go on some other podcasts anonymously and just reference the show. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't want my name to come up if someone Googles my full name, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like doing Mm -hmm. like an author search or something, trying to find papers I've written. And then this like, they find my full name next to like the Anunnaki are among us, you know, (laughs) what says you have range, man. I got range, but, uh, you got range motherfucker, (laughs) you know? So maybe I'll go, I need to come up with like a nickname. It's like acting. That's right. Yeah, you don't want to be the same dude, boring dude. No, man. It's all about having rain. Hey, we're bitch. we're That's all tall. just we're all just actors. Some of us are better than others. That's it. Uh, that's the way I see it. Some don't even act. Some don't even know they're in a movie. You know, that's that's the way I see it. I've got some quotes for you. you. I've got some quotes for you, son of a bitch. Do it. I have one. Well, you have one ready. I have one that we're going to end the show with. Okay. You're gonna like it. Okay. I wasn't quite ready. I should have brought it up. <laughs> talk, talk about something. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. I got too No, many. dude, I was just I was just reading and I'm like, "Oh, this is a good one." And then you texted me. It's like, "Dude, get this." So I was I was looking and then an Instagram and then I got a quote and I'm like, "Oh, this is nice for a podcast." And dude, I'm not lying to you. A minute later, a minute later you uh texted me cuz I said, "Oh, this will be a good one." And then that's what I'm We're saying. Having man. a conversation right now. Something's Boom. going on. The synchronicities are are nuts, dude. dude. And then you sent me that thing about the DNA and then energy, and then I was like, oh, that kind of. Oh, that was familiar. cool. I don't know that's if that's true. I want to do. I don't know if that's true. I haven't looked into it, but for our listeners, I wouldn't be opposed to testing it. Our listeners need to. Remember look what into I was it. telling you about what? 
the people having people in different rooms and then doing an intervention and then see how the other person responds. Oh yeah. I love that. The problem with any of that is like, once you do one study like that and publish, you can just kiss any mainstream career goodbye. But you know what? Here's the thing. I just, any mainstream, what career, career, any mainstream research career. Goodbye. (laughs) I just need, sometimes all you need is just a million dollars. I need a million bucks and then I can just do whatever I want, man. That's all you need is a million bucks. Um, Cause I would love to do research like that. The study I sent you, which I don't even know if it's real, was that they took DNA from participants. It was like an army study. And then they, what, what did they put it in another room and then they made people experience intense emotions or something, right? Intense emotions. Like sadness, or, happiness. Or touch. And then something happened to the DNA as if it was still connected quantumly, I guess. Right. Do you remember what happened to the DNA? I don't remember. No, I don't remember. And and I don't know how they got the DNA. I'm like, I don't know. Blood, skin. It's it's interesting. It's cool. Yeah. The touch and all that. I want to look into Uh, it. It's a cool idea. But, okay. See, the fact that the army performed it, that's, that's, that's what gives it validation, I think. Oh, man. I, uh. I was driving my cousin's fiance. I talked about them last week um, or whenever. No, a few weeks ago. And we were in the car and I'm like, hey, man, so where have you lived? And he's like, oh, I lived here. I lived here. I lived in Georgia. I lived in Boston. I lived here. I lived here. I lived here. I'm like, man, you, you're young. You know, you're like 23. You've lived in 10 different places. Like, it's like me. Like, I don't typically meet too many people who have lived that many different places. And he's like, oh, yeah, I used to be in the army. And I was like, oh, really? Wow. Like, I was like, I mean, it's like, I mean this in the nicest way, but I never would have guessed that because he's like super like funny, laid back, like nice guy. Not that people in the army aren't those things, but you just expect a more intensity, you know? And he's like, well, right. basically my main job for most of the time, although I think he's done tours and stuff, but was to be a human research subject for the army. And he was talking about this thing what? where they were doing like transcranial stimulation, like electrodes all over what? his head. And he was talking about how his like reflexes went up. <laughs> you know, I don't know if what? that was his perception, but he had been in all these crazy army research trials. I was like, Oh, oh hell no. Are you serious? Dude. Yeah. And I could tell I could tell he That's wasn't making awesome. it up because I was asking him lots of questions and he definitely like he had detail. You I, know? Dude, give it up. That's awesome. I would never do that. He never like looked at a goat and made its head explode or anything, but <laughs> but still some weird stuff with like electricity and transcranial stimulation and all sorts of stuff. So there's mm-hmm. weird stuff going on. I don't know why we're all so damn skeptical of everything, but okay, here's my quote. You ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Every criticism, judgment, diagnosis, and expression of anger is the tragic expression of an unmet need. Hmm. So don't be a dick, man. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Every criticism is a tragic expression of an unmet need. That's a joke. Or not the joke. That's the quote. (laughs) Oh, then I have a big need then. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it hit me because I was like, I'm pretty critical. Oh, thanks. What's my need? That's what I want to find out. So so that tells me that if I fix my need, then I won't be any of that. 
Yeah. I don't know. Does it resonate with you? I think like maybe, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a little critical what, if what someone's did, a dick. No. Why did you choose that though? What? what I heard what it. That... I heard it somewhere on a podcast and I was like, oh, that's good. Anytime I hear a quote. Well, why did you like it? Why do you think it was cool? Um, hmm. Why do I think it was cool? I think it might be true. I mm. think that's why. I think it might be true. Not, maybe not every criticism. With- there's valid criticism and there's just criticism, you know? Unmet human need, I'm assuming, obviously. Yeah. It goes along the it goes along the line of like whatever you don't like in someone, like whatever you hate a quality in someone else is because you have that quality. Yeah. Say that again. Like if you don't like someone because they have a certain qualities, you have that quality in yourself, you know, and you don't like it about yourself. Like it's something about you. You don't like, right, right, right. That guy's a douche. Like a fucking, and then, well, you're a little bit of a dude. Maybe, maybe you're a bit of a douchebag, you know, kind of thing. We all are. Yeah. I got another one. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready. This is actually not the quote, but it's better than the quote, so I'm going to read it. Nice. I I said this before. Most men lead lives of quiet desperation and die with their songs still in their heart. Man, that shit is tragic. Mm -hmm. Say it again. Most men, again, this isn't the real quote. (laughs) The real quote's like two paragraphs. It's written by Henry David Thoreau, but most men lead lives of quiet desperation and go to the grave with their songs still in them. Wow. Hmm. Maybe that goes along with the uh, goes along with the men- Benjamin Franklin uh, quote that says, "Some people die at twenty-five and aren't buried until seventy-five." Oh, yeah. Is that Benjamin Franklin? <laughs> wow. Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, some people die at 25 and aren't buried, and buried until 75. He has, a good, he has a good biography by Walter Isaacson that I recommend people read. Although, Dude, that Walter Isaacson, he's made good biographies. Yeah. His latest one is from of Elon's. A lot of people think he's just a CIA guy and that other people he write the books is. for him. What's wrong with that? He, yeah, he works for a bunch of think tanks, and he was in charge of CNN and Time and stuff. But all marketing, all marketing, and yeah. and, and media is anyway. But some good books, man. Yeah. Uh, Codebreaker was amazing, and I haven't read the Elon um, one, but I'm sure it's good. The Musk one, yeah. So far, it's good. I mean, I, oh, you're I, reading I, it? I, 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 no, I read some quotes here and there, and the mm-hmm. things that he went through when Tesla was down, and you know, like private life. I don't know, he had like. All these children are. Oh, he's got a like seven or ten bunch kids. of damn kids with like a hundred different women. Although, so would you if you were the That's richest bad. man in the world, you dirty son of a bitch. You're very pro. <laughs> you're very pro Musk. How do you feel about all the people who think he's just like a? I'm not chill. that pro. You know, <clears throat> I'm not saying you're wrong to be. If you are, I'm just curious. I like the innovations and I like the balls yeah. that he has. Yeah, you know, and the things that this this guy doesn't give a fuck at this point. So, so it can go about two ways, man. It's when you see, and we it's when you see a sword. Oh, that sword looks nice, but it could kill people. 
Yeah, but it's it's or it can, you know it's or it can defend you. You know, it can defend you from dying. So it it just depends how you see it, and that's how this guy is like that. You know, you can see it both ways. You can say he's like, oh man, he's so cool, and these cars that are full electric, and then you get other people saying like, man, don't buy electric. This guy can shut down the fucking software and we won't be connected and you're stranded and the government controls it and then he's going to stop all cars and people go on the tangent right yeah and so so far so good that's the way i see it. <laughs> yep it's, i uh, so I far so good he's it's been a good guy he's done nothing but done good things you know uh, as far as uh, the human uh, race. I don't really. blame people for thinking really? that. Like, I, I agree with you personally, but if you believe that the world is controlled by a small, powerful elite, then you can't really believe that they would let some guy disrupt that. You know what I mean? So it's like you can only believe one or the other. I don't know. I don't know what yeah, I believe. And that's when it gets confusing. That's when it gets a little muddy. But I, 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 I think the guy's doing good things, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not that pro must. I draw the line when he's talking about the neuro uh, synapse or the neuro implants. It's a weird one. Fuck that. You know he. Yeah. You know, he started like you, open. You were AI. doing so good. He yeah. he started OpenAI, which is kind of interesting. Chat GPT. Oh, he did. Yeah. But he, then again, he says that AI is the end of the world, kind of thing. Well, he got pushed out, and then he turned on it. So people have kind oh, of been critical, like, yeah, come on. But but then he's got his own AI, Optimus. So he's good at making money. It? If there's one thing, it's going to make... There's another quote. Sorry, I don't know it. I'm just going off memory, but... Well, J- JC is good at making money. <laughs> JC? I mean, he has, he has a lot of money. Elon? <laughs> Or Jay-Z. No, Jay-Z. What, a, oh, what Jay-Z, I'm saying is Jay-Z. a lot of people are good at making money. Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah. Beyonce, yeah. But Elon's the best. Good at making as far as public money. He's a cavalier, man. I'm just talking money. Like He's he, best at making money. He's got the most. Yeah, I mean, isn't he the richest? Yeah, or one of the richest. No, he's well, he's the yeah, richest no, public figure. Like he, he says, like there's sultans and right and places and of oligarchs course. in Russia that have way more than him, but who knows? Um, right. If you want to know what gods a culture worships, look at the horizon. So this Ooh. is this idea of like the you know look at the horizon, you see the pyramids. And who, who are they dedicated to? That's who they worship. Like in America, you look at the horizon and you see bank buildings, insurance buildings, um, and that's pretty much it, and luxury hotels. Right, so that's what we Look worship. Worship money, and I think you could interpret like that, that as like you can judge a man by his works. You know, if you wanted to take it to the individual level. So in that case, I mean, mm. Elon's done some good stuff, I guess. I don't know. You could right. you could say Tesla's right. terrible. I'm not sure, but uh, it's not doing it's not doing bad at all. You got to say these rockets are kind of fucking cool, man. Come on. Come oh, on, yeah, yeah no. come on. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I know. Are you trying to prove? <laughs> that, that, I know. SpaceX is awesome. They're cool. Get it's out of just, here. It's, it's just a, it's just a little of fuck you to NASA. Well, I, I, I disagree with that because he's, he's oh. their biggest, they're, they're buddies, him and NASA. It's his biggest hey. customer. 
It's his biggest oh, customer. Yeah, yeah, the biggest customer. Yeah. No way. But didn't they? Didn't they? Uh, acquire like a contract not through nasa was it a nasa contract who SpaceX. SpaceX. They, have, they have tons of nasa contracts yeah that's his that's that's the reason spaces spacex exists is nasa oh, wouldn't exist without SpaceX. it that's well, a, i'm sorry yeah no that's a criticism of musk is that he's just really good at getting money from the government if we ever start a financial show which i would love because i love money <laughs> I love, okay. I'm, I'm bad at making it, but I love talking about it. Sp- okay. Uh, Tesla's profit margin right now is 18% or so. There is, it comes out either today or tomorrow. So it's the lowest it's been in a long time. But their share of revenue made up of uh, tax credits is 18%. Mm. So as of wow. today, without government credits, they would not be profitable. Really? So that's saying something about the business. He he's good at he's good at getting money from the government. The SpaceX wouldn't exist without government subsidies. Tesla wouldn't exist. Solar City wouldn't exist. None of his companies would be profitable without the government. And now that's not a, necessarily a bad thing. He's good at getting money from the government. You know what I mean? That's, but, uh, but, a lot of people get money from the government. They don't do shit. Right. At least this guy's creating at least something he's doing for something. space and cars. Yeah. He's doing something about his solar, you know, something, you know. But other people get money and they run it with it. Right. I need some of this. <laughs> I need some of this government money. Speaking of money, you cheap listeners, man. I know you're out there. I see on the stats that you're listening. I see you talking in the chat room. Go to the sacredritual.com. Go to the sacredritual.com. I need coffee. I don't have coffee on there. That's a problem. That's probably the only thing people would be interested in buying. But I know some of you guys have girlfriends. You're not all single. Some of you guys have girlfriends or mothers or mothers or sisters. Yeah. If you have a mom, a sister, a wife, or a girlfriend, and you have not bought something from the sacredritual.com, I'm a cheap bastard. Then you're a cheap bastard. I'm not. Alfredo, you don't, you don't need to, you that don't includes need to, me. That includes me. You don't need to buy something. From I'm a the cheap website. bastard. <laughs> but go don't buy. Feel some, bad guys. Go I'm a cheap bastard. Tell I'll them, buy something for mom. Tell them That's you buy me. all the time. Go support our sponsor, thesacredritual.com. Use code Sophia, S O P H I A, for ten percent off and a ten percent donation to the show. And you're invited on the show as a guest if you buy something. Period. No, yes. No exceptions. Yes. No ifs, ands, or buts. Uh, that'd be great. Alfredo, yeah. did you, you already you read your clo- quote? Yeah, read your closing quote and let's get oh, out of here. Nice, Trevor. Here you go. Ready? Okay. Quote Whoever cannot find God in their heart seeks God in a temple. Whoever cannot find love within seeks, seeks love from others. If you realize that, all seeking stops. There's nothing to be found outside, only pain. And that's precisely what the pain is trying to teach us, to look within. Fuck. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that is so good on so many levels. I had a plan to like coolly end the show, like, thanks everybody, and hit end, but I was too blown away by that quote. Isn't that something? It is I saw so this at good. What it, who said ago. it? Yeah. Who said it? Anonymous, dude. Oh, man. 
I know. I'll try to find it. Uh, but so far as anonymous, I, like I read this, like, oh, dude, that's just so. Yes. How many people do we know? Germane to what we've been talking about. Find God. That's because they don't have God inside. Dang. They're just seeking something to fill that hole. We all do it. We all yeah. do it. But it's very. Of Bo- course. It's a very Buddhist. I do it all the time. Idea. Read it again. Right. And read it again, and we'll we'll end for real. Okay, well, the first part is easy, right? Whoever cannot find God in their heart seeks God in a temple. Whoever cannot find God within seeks love from others. If you realize that, all seeking stops. There's nothing to be found outside, only pain. And that's and that precisely what the pain is trying to tell, teach us, to look within. Boom. All right. Until then, we'll keep seeking. Alfredo. Stay pain, stay pain free. <laughs> stay painless, man. Take it easy. Talk soon. Hey, have a good night. Bye.